Hello and welcome to the Weekly General Meeting Podcast. I'm Shane Langan. Uh, uh, a very special edition of the podcast this is indeed. And uh, to tell us just why it's so special, I'm joined by, of course, Neil Conlon. Hello, Neil. Hey, Shane. Um, yeah, this is a really, really special episode. We've sat on it for about a year. We wanted to wait until their album was out. This is a ham sandwich special to celebrate the release of their new album, Stories from the Surface. We wanted to put this out. It's essentially three acoustic performances that they did for us around the time that they were recording the album and finishing some of the songs. They came down to uh, one of our shows, played for the audience there, and then uh, did a short interview afterwards where they gave us our uh, our top five tips. Um, it's part of the series that we've done with James Vincent McMorrow, Conor O'Brien from Villagers, Donald Gleeson, a bunch of the people that you can check in, in past episodes. So this is the ham sandwich special of the weekly general meeting. Uh, but before we kick on with the show, uh, just a quick announcement that we will be starting our new series of podcasts over the summer, and that will uh, incorporate a residency uh, we have of shows here in London in the 100 Club on Oxford Street. That's going to be starting in June, so uh, keep an eye on our Twitter, Facebook and website for more details on that. This is Ham Sandwich.
the one to let you know I defy you, I can't let go I can't be the one to let you know I defy it, I can't let go I can't be the one to let you know I defy it, I can't let go I can't be the one to let you know Well, let's just kind of start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like starting your own time. <laughs> you can go up. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, it's, I feel like every year I kind of, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kind of a slow learner, but when I learn, I, I really retain what I learn, if you know what I mean. But um, I feel like every year you kind of, you're hard on, I find if you're hard on yourself, you, you, you tend to improve, but, you know, as years go on, you kind of, because you feel like you're improving, you're less hard on yourself. But then sometimes you're kind of like, I don't. Why do I need to improve so much? You know what I mean? It's every year I feel like there's a different wisdom, or you know, lack of care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'd say yeah. For, I think first tip would be kind of like, um, if I was in a band from scratch again, I feel like it's so important, and just with anything, like even if you're building a house, it's it's it seems like the obvious thing, but it, people just glance over the fact that it's, it's so important to start right no matter what you do if you start right I, fi I find like the repercussions are nowhere near as bad as if you don't start right like and in one what sense like, like this is a terrible like probably a terrible example but just say, say if you build a house if you if the foundations are, aren't put in right no matter how amazing the house is or all the work you like build the most amazing castle in the world but if it's not on the right foundations it's you're wasting your time because it's eventually going to sink and you've nothing. Does that mean like the the lineup, the the type of sand that you choose? Oh to do yeah, no, it'd be yeah, it'd be kind of a bit of every yeah. Like it's hard obviously to know who you're going to work for numerous decades with, as you know, th that's all kind of learning curve stuff. But I just mean the obvious things like getting things that should be obvious, like even just down to silly things like a, a good power supply for your pedals. You know, yeah, just yeah, yeah. The there. things that just sort of, the, as I said, like I find just, there's a few things that it's just so important to start right with, like even the name, <laughs> which I always wonder. I'd always, I'd always be a bit like on the fence about, even like for example, our name, Ham Sandwich. I'm just wondering, you know, there's things that you should put in place at the start, and you can make all the mistakes you want once you're you start from the ground up yeah. in a good way, you know. Cool. Nice. Good tip, man. I think <laughs> it it sounds real anal, but it's you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I get do you know it, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, those kind of mistakes. Oh God, when you think about the power supply thing, I know that's a really specific <laughs> thing, but like, I'm a bulgy kid when it comes to gear. Like, I never change stuff until it falls apart. Like, and and it does fall apart often on stage. Like, yeah, have, yeah. You, have you ever had power cut off while you're playing? Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. Like that's you know you're like three four years in the band and you still, you know I would have even had no guitars when I first started, no amps. I would. It's amazing the stuff we used to how sort you, of just how did you play? Just show up with a banger of a strat or something that someone gave me a loan of like like you know. You play you, when you started. You played off loan. I've done many gigs with no strap, even like standing up with an electric guitar. Like that's how sort of sloppy my starting point was. That I'm saying start right because I definitely started massively wrong. Although you know you learn. Yeah. But it, I just find like it can sort of 
you know, I do f- feel like there has definitely been repercussions. Okay. But like, you know, it, it takes some, it takes a bit of strength to kind of just go right. Put that behind me. That's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's interesting. Yeah, because we definitely made loads of mistakes when we started. Mm-hmm. We're the captain of mistakes and the mistake gets. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's funny. Like it, it, being in a band in particular, it's people any any band will say, and I'd agree with that to an extent as well. Is like go in with it's nice to go in clueless, and like nearly every band I know in this country, at least anyway, would have you know driven to a gig with a car and like you know drums kind of hanging yeah. into their head. Like I've I've driven from Kells to Dublin on a weekly basis rehearsing. In a, and we'd be driving all the gear and all these like you know hatchback no. and like the amount of bands that every band does that and it's sometimes they're the, they're the best days like just that kind of you know you've just <laughs> you do anything to get get a gig and you know yeah it's mad and then you know sometimes you can kind of get you can get a bit too forgetful of those kind of just days where you didn't give a shit like what, what oh you get caught up the, in the kind yeah. of oh well we should have this or yeah anything. yeah you can just it's good to have to come from that because I find if you ever have to go back to it it's not hard it's not that it's not as hard as you might think yeah yeah, yeah. I remember we did a, a tour of Italy in a, a rented like Clio <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant it was absolutely brilliant a French car in Italy yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry anyway. <laughs> that's tip one right yeah okay. yeah that would be Tip one. Um, I don't know, tip two. See, these all feel really cliche, but like it might be my own perspective on it, you know. But tip two, I'd say is, you know, something I've definitely learned from my father is just like to be obliging, as obliging as you possibly can, like you know, to your own capabilities without over. You know what? It's not good to do someone a favor and be real, you know, piggy about it or shit about it. You know, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, and then you know out of your way to help someone and be real shitty about it you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. if you're going to do a favour for someone you know do it right and don't expect anything back because I find that it will come back in some way or another anyway but you should know you shouldn't be looking for a favour back you know it's like buying someone a drink if, you know it's silly but if you buy someone a drink you shouldn't be like you know sitting waiting for half an hour later for your drink back it's yeah. like that's not enjoying just, yourself that's just waiting for them to buy you yeah a it's drink. a crazy <laughs> attitude like just you know what I mean just sort of which we like being generous and it does usually come back to yeah. like don't focus on the what when how it comes back or where it's going to come back it, it usually does come back you know? so it's a nice it is a nice kind of circle of just help, help your mate and he'll help you back kind of thing you know uh, yeah I just find like with, as I was saying about the whole like every year I try and you know at the start of the year even essentially we just it's not even like a, a New Year's resolution thing. It's just to kind of like give yourself, a f- you know, a few weeks to kind of just hone in on what you think you could easily improve and you'd be happier in yourself to do if you did. And it doesn't have to be in terms of music. Or so I always find I would have been putting my friends first over my family a lot and kind of nearly neglecting my family and to a point where I felt like it was too late to even try and make amends, you know. Just kind of kind of crazy like but like they wouldn't have really taught the same you know what I mean but I just felt like you know I'd jump jump like six foot high for this guy over here it's just a mate and like you know avoid my brother's phone callers you know silly little things like that and uh, you know in particular in the last two years I've it's been awkward because I've been such a different person in my family that 
A different I've person did. compared to the rest of your family? No, two of my like two of my family, like even years ago, I would have been like kind of the black sheep of the family, kind of like just a bit. The, I'm kind of the quiet one. It's mad. Like no one really believes that when they when they see my family, they're like, oh my god, he's like easily the most boring out of the lot. But um, the yeah, I just it's funny. Like I just it's I've something I've learned. Just like you need to just brave fact that it you know as as shameful or embarrassing as things might be you, it's so easy to make amends with people in general family or friends you know you can most people will always give you the benefit of the doubt if you own up no matter how late in the day it is and just go look i've been a shit friend the last six months you know do you want to go to the pub you know simple little things but it's yeah it's not nearly as big an ordeal as you think to try and just kind of redeem yourself over a short space of time even like that's really nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really nice. It's nice. <laughs> it is. Yeah, there's millions of people out there that are probably like still not talking to their father. Or, you know, little silly things like that. Do you find being in a I, band? I, I wouldn't have been that bad. So. What? Do you have been in a band? Like, has that affected your relationships as a whole, like across the board? Because you're away for yeah, no, weddings definitely. and birthdays. You're not maybe not around because you're gigging or practicing. You miss important events. Yeah, de- no, it definitely would, and I just find like um, I'm a nightmare. To not I'm like a complete wreck during the days of gigs, in particular. Like most. With nerves. Not even. It's weird. It's not even nerves. It it is a it's a nervous thing, but it's not a oh shit, I'm playing to a load of people tonight, or it's never that. It's kind of just like, it's this sort of rigid sort of unexplainable thing where I'm just like, I'm gonna forget something, and I can never usually. It, you know, if I did three gigs in a weekend by the third night or even even the second night, I might, you know, you kind of relax until you get into a role. But when you're off and on so much, I'm usually a mess and I'm not great company for the, for the day. Like, I wouldn't be that good at just sort of honing in on someone and talk. I'd be very distracted basically for the whole day yeah. and ignore a lot of people and keep to myself. It's weird, like, but it's very hard to, it's just very hard to get out of that role, you know? Yeah. And what about after gigs? Uh, I'm kind of completely opposite. I'm just sort of. Uh, <laughs> 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 Little <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I usually like, yeah, I, I mo- definitely enjoy afterwards. But um, yeah, it's just, it's it is weird. And in terms of relationships with like girlfriends and stuff, you you do feel for them because I don't know if anyone in your band is has a similarish kind of you know routine when it comes to the day of a gig. But yeah, it. I'm making myself sound really bad, but it is still definitely annoying, I'd say, to the outsiders, you know, that might be around. Yeah, I often wonder whether, like, like that's really interesting here because we definitely go, have gone through that, like that, I suppose, for want of a better word, performance anxiety, you know, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing where it does take a hold of you. Like, yeah. And it's, it's hard, it's very hard to describe that kind of feeling or those feelings or any feelings to do with a gig to somebody if, they, if they're not in a band or they haven't played any sort of a show. Because it's yeah. a weird thing. Yeah, such an odd experience. Yeah, I don't know what it, it's just yeah, it's because it's like you're you're going from a kind of a day to day reality to this kind of strange, like entertainment industry. No, enter- you know you're you're going from like this sort of like normal having a crack, and then all of a sudden the focus is on you. You're on a stage, and it's like this total unreality or something. You know mm. what I mean? And it's, it freaks you. It can. Have you ever had like a stage freak out? Absolutely. Have you? Absolutely. I um, <laughs> I've walked off stage. Yeah. Turn a gig. Yeah, yeah, and like, 
you, that that moment when you realize well for it's all right being a bass player because for the most part people aren't looking at you they're looking at the lads singing <laughs> but I would imagine for you it, it's really really difficult it's yeah it's it's and it's mad because usually you go off stage thinking everybody knows that I had a freak out there or everyone knows that I was like super paranoid mm. but like it's mad people are like oh that was an amazing gig and you're like what are you see like I was like absolutely breaking it I remember playing Electric Picnic um what was it two years ago and there was some issues off stage with stuff that's grand like it doesn't need to be really said but I kind of tried to recoup myself and recover from that and go out on stage and just you know be show face or what it's called game face put on my game face and just do do the show and it was just like maybe this moment two or three songs in I just it's the first time I've ever actually went oh my god it's thousands of people looking at me it's literally the first time I let that taught like actually properly register it's mad because you do it great. I'm delighted to see give me 50,000 people I'm in my element but it was just this one freak out I had I was like oh my god there's 3,000 people looking at me and I'm like a paranoid wreck with all these like emotions in my head about yeah. what's just happened today and blah 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 and I just thought that I was doing nothing I literally had no memory of the fact that I was actually still playing and singing as if nothing was happening yeah but uh, I was like oh my god I'm after making a complete heems that I came fuck like what was that about and I was like what no you did great what are you talking about so you, say you walked off stage thinking you hadn't touched your guitar like yeah it was just like all I remember is just like this blind fear looking at an audience going they're all looking at me it was like this full full scale paranoia and I've never really experienced that I never get that really you, know, you get the odd nerve but yeah. it's normal yeah. this was like a complete like you said it's a kind of Oh shit! Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's mad. Yeah, that's fucking. Oh man, <laughs> I just see you just got a flashback of so many gigs. Like I remember the first time we ever played the Olympia was like a charity thing, and I remember walking on stage and not being able to actually walk to the pedal to hit my pedal for like distortion. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. And like eventually like three songs in, jelly legged kind of. Yeah. Took ages. Like, <laughs> like really yeah, scary. rigid. Yeah, it's that rigid yeah. thing or something. You just kind of go like, I usually have that to an extent off stage, but then on stage it, it's it's mad. Like it, I'm in my usually I'm, honestly I'm just like in my element and it's just kind of this this is exactly what I want to do. And yeah. It makes so much even like at rehearsals if you haven't rehearsed in a in a while and you go back and you're kind of jamming and you could be playing the biggest load of shit wrong, <laughs> but you're just like yeah this is it this is the story <laughs> you know what I mean you're playing like G and D and Darcy's playing like F sharp <laughs> that's not right it's
Yeah, one I really want to say is um, just like because I find with age and as you get older, people kind of um, I, well, I, it's something I didn't even realize might happen myself, but I feel like you do actually mature whether you want to or not. Some people don't want to mature, and in a way, it's, it can be a good thing. And I find like I find myself maturing and like battling this maturity that I don't really want. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just I find it, it's good. Like you, you need to be serious in life as well. No one wants someone joking in the face. Uh, like you know. It's like we're having this conversation now. You don't want someone like that can't do serious. You know what I mean? That's yeah. always on. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, like it's. I always felt like that. When you're young, you feel like that's kind of what people want. They want like this exaggerated side of yourself, like you know, being the the funny man or having a crack. But like it's, it's kind of it should be the other way around. It should be like, be yourself and be kind of whatever is most comfortable for you, and you don't need to make people happy all the time it's just it, it, it should come natural anyway you know yeah. try and be as natural as possible but at the same time I always find like if you do get feel yourself being quite serious you should always at least once a week totally like unleash the madness that's really good <laughs> you know what I mean like just kind of even just make a f- fool of yourself I remember the other day I was at a party and there was this girl and uh, she was like she ran out in a balcony and just started like like she was not naked, by <laughs> far. You know, it was quite lewd what she did, but it was hilarious. And it was, you know, she wasn't even drunk. It was just sort of like that expression of, you know, I don't give a shit, you know. You know, we're all mad, we're all humans. Who gives a shit, you know? What, what's the world even mean? Just those, you need to do that, I think, at least once a week. Just sort of make, make fun of yourself or, like, express yourself in a completely wild fashion, you know. That's really great. It's like it is taking that away. <laughs> and do you think, like, early on, that's something that people expected from you? Because I think of the, like, the story that used to be in a press release about you walking from Dublin to um, to somewhere uh, somewhere down the country wearing a tutu or something like that. Oh, you're close. <laughs> do you know that? That's actually, that's one of the times where it backfired badly. <laughs> <laughs> that one does once a week try to embarrass yourself. I, um, yeah, it was actually, it was, what was it? Yeah, it was... I got a baby, a giant baby girl costume for some particular reason. I didn't request it or anything. I just came upon one. And I, I was at a party or something one night. Woke up the next day still wearing it. And I thought it would be a great laugh to go down to um, my hometown of Kells wearing the same pink baby girl with like a big giant bottle and a suit and a baby, what's it, a bonnet or is it a bonnet? Um... Yeah, but I thought it'd be a great idea anyway to go to walk the whole way through Dublin, get on bus and bus hours and go home to Kells. Oh, and, you know, surprise my parents. And I thought, like, my mother in particular would, would have a great sense of humour, so that was like, I thought, she'd be fine. She'd, she'd love this, you know. What <laughs> so anyway, I got on the bus... And um, the first of all, the bus driver's like, I suppose they're looking for half air, right? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Sitting there anyway. Got back home. My, my mother answered the door, and I knew that some relatives were there as well who would be even more up for this kind of senseless stupidity. And um, what was it? Yeah, so anyway, my mother started crying when she answered the door. <laughs> God. And then my father just left the house for a few, for a few hours. <laughs> so he, yeah, he drove off and like, it's not good. Oh my god! I, I, I don't understand. 
Like, and I still wouldn't really condone what I did. I think it, like, I'm that kind of person. Like, you know, I, I always see the world as kind of who gives a shit. Like, you know, you shouldn't give a shit what people think of you. And I mean that, and I kind of don't be a dick about it. Like, you know, if you're comfortable with who you are, as long as you don't hurt anyone or whatever, why not do whatever you want? You know what I mean? As long as it's not going to. But maybe, you know, I just, I would be against that. I, I thought it was kind of just a funny, stupid thing. And, like, who cares what a small town in Kells might think? Like, people might go, oh, that guy's mad. But, like, am I? You know what I mean? Are you? Are you? <laughs> I don't think so, as far as I'm aware. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'd, I'd find, like, having a sense of shame is a weakness to an extent. And when, as I've gotten older, I'm losing my, my lack of giving a shit to to an extent but I, I kind of prefer the, the young kind of who gives a shit you know yeah I remember the Got first it. time you played the, the late late you wore a superhero <laughs> costume <laughs> exactly like I'd never do something like that now well I doubt it if I was let do it maybe well not that I you know but I'd definitely be frowned upon if I yeah. did something like that now but, <laughs> but once a week <laughs> yeah I don't mean go around superhero but you know I think most people do anyway you know and that's why you go out and go crazy in the weekend people in 9 to 5 work Jobs like they just switch off for the weekend yeah, and yeah. go crazy, yeah. but like they really should. It's yeah. really good for your health to kind of just know how to switch off from your work mode to, you know, just having fun. Yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> fucking great. Oh, it's funny because I like I just moved over to London with my girlfriend, so I'm back and forth for practices and gigs and stuff and and this kind of thing, and uh, it, like for two months like it, it's been really stressful and I didn't realise like because it's just like you know you're neither one place or the other and you're kind of you know, you know wondering what, what to do how to do things and stuff yeah, yeah. and I came back for rehearsals with the lads and they were like you're so fucking tense what the fuck is wrong with you because like, normally I don't think I'd it's good that they can yeah, like, yeah that's the thing as well knowing lads for so long you, you can read each other so well can't you and it's sometimes yeah. sometimes when someone in your band Sorry, I kind of cut you off. But when someone in your band like, oh, knows, you can, you can, um, they can kind of say, "All right," and you don't really mind. You're kind of like, you know. Are you guys like that? Yeah, we would be. That, which is great. Like we totally know when there's something up, even if it's really subtle. With any of us, it's, you can tell, can't you? Yeah, even, like the Dave, our bass player, would be a little bit harder to read, but that's it's mad. Like it's because we only know so him before. Yeah, he's really, and he's, he just has a sexy face all the time. <laughs> How do you read that? <laughs> Braille. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it is it's mad. Like just knowing people, and I, f- I wonder does that make bands write better music because they're just on this even subconscious similar wavelength. You know what I mean? Or they just kind of. I find that sometimes you, when you click and your songwriting, it comes so quick. And you're like, that's crazy. Like, where did we get all that together? And how did we all agree on things and disagree on? Yeah. And in seconds, we're like. This, you know what well, I mean? You, you guys are definitely an experience. Like, you can see it straight away with all that new stuff that you played tonight. Like it's it's next level. Like it's brilliant. Like it's 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 great. It's Not really serious. great to see. It. I mean, gen- genuinely, mean that. I'll cut that. Out. Obviously, the podcast yeah. no, because I'll never admit that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was like great. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> your new stuff is okay. <laughs> Homer. <laughs> No, it's true, but like the the kind of once a week thing is so true because I haven't been doing that. Like that, like um, I think you're right. I think you do need to kind of just yeah. cut loose. And it doesn't necessarily mean getting pissed. Like sometimes it does, 
but even just doing something stupid like something yeah. different like renting a fucking boat on a lake and looking like a spa you know? yeah <laughs> I've never done that the boat I look like a spa like do you find with your partner which is mad like my my girlfriend is kind of I what I, a good aspect about her personality is she's fairly crazy and like open to anything kind of in terms of like she's so active and yeah mo- incredibly motivated like and I feel like even if I'm half as motivated as that and try to be as it's it I feel like it's improving me as a person and I, it's mad but like what I was going to get to something new though. but yeah she would be the kind of person that just naturally does something wild like yeah. I might have done 10 years ago yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, like I'm like one part of me is kind of embarrassed, but the other part of me is loving it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is that that even that's nearly enough of a release during the week to kind of go, you know. I'm part of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true though. Like we, mm. the the whole partner thing. I think that like it's the it's the whole reason we're not swinging out of trees throwing dung at each other anymore. <laughs> Some girl wasn't impressed. And like, oh, no, I'm not gonna throw dung. <laughs> yeah. It's why yeah, it's why fucking every bridge and big building is being built for hundreds of years because somebody's trying to impress some girl somewhere yeah it's, it's that's the craziest thing and it, yeah it always gets so like the best art most of the people are like i was trying to impress some girls yeah. so i wasn't getting any usually and it's it's usually the right people because it's i find most artists can be quite introvert in terms of like to be you know constantly thinking or whatever and they're the like most likely people not to get women because they're not they're not in it and they're yeah. not kind of like hey baby they're what's up yeah you know there's a guy sitting in the corner but now that's kind of hip now women are like, oh, look at that quiet guy <laughs> look at that so quiet <laughs> that's why there's no good art anymore all the cute all the nerdy guys are getting getting some, getting some. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a quote um, okay so that's four right that's oh, shit. That four yeah I think, I think it is four. Uh, yeah I don't, I don't know if this yeah this isn't tied into anything I said I think but yeah no I've one thing I've learned is that to make to make the most of what you love or what you love doing, like what you love in terms of people or you know, or what you like make when I say make the most of it I mean like say you know, spend time more time with the people you actually really enjoy hanging out with or whatever. And you know what like for example even this is diff this off topic a bit, but like I've only recently gotten a really good hi fi system. Like it wasn't expensive. I'm not bragging about it, but it sounds silly. But I was blissfully unaware of how good, and I, which I, it's baffling because I I should be, and I am, but I should be more aware of how good music sounds. Like from you, you know the whole Neil Young thing about like bands they do all this t- time in the studio spending thousands and thousands of euro to make this particular album, and then most people listen to it on a shitly, really really badly compressed. MP3, and I didn't. I, I wasn't just as aware of the difference in quality, of, you know, what people are missing. I don't know if you're the same. If yeah, you're oh, there's an audio file or yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just got this recently. This hi-fi and it blew me away. I was like kind of dis- really annoyed with myself for, because the difference in what I'm hearing now, is like, and it's just I've I've bought buying CDs the whole time now. And the last I'm like worse than Elton John, because it's just like. It's you'd have to you you can understand it. But oh, this is very nerdy kind of in terms of music, but uh, that's just one example. If you if you really enjoy like I really enjoy music, so now I've actually went and you know researched and how to get a nice sounding record player, sounding CD player, so I can properly enjoy the music I enjoy anyway. 
yeah. you know, just things like that. Make make more of what you enjoy. If you like if you like a hobby, try and seek out the best way to enjoy that hobby, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Go to the best golf course if you like. You know, what I, yeah, that'd be kind of it. Just nice make thing. the most of what you love. Like this is this this would be summing up enough for me anyway. Like I've I've listened. Recently, I was listening to an album in, in my van, <laughs> seriously, and uh, I wanted to like it, and I didn't like it at all. Like at all. but it was mainly, and I'm not, I'm not normally like that at all. But it, the sound was that poor, that I didn't realize it. Like this could be the van, you know, and it, I was kind of like, where well, I can barely hear the vocals, and I, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just wishy washy and horrible, and I don't like it. Does that can make you paranoid when you're making your own stuff that you yeah, have to yeah, make it, it for other yeah, speakers? It, and it doesn't, wo- yeah, that's mad. Cause yeah. I, but I listened to the exact same album on the new thing I got, and it was completely different and I think it's incredible and it was, uh, it was just annoying I felt sorry for the whoever produced it because yeah. like most people's hi-fis are going to yeah. make this really really great sound and album sound mediocre or yeah. kind of like like a big massive cloud over you can't hear little details you can't really hear the vocal it just sounds like it's literally in a spatial room yeah. miles away from you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's just crazy but I was I've only really co- copped on to that in the last little while. Like it's mad. that ties back into your into your your last point there. Like I think it is a really nice idea that like if you find something you love, do it and find a way to do it. Love yeah. that idea. It's really nice. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, yeah. like. Yeah. No, it's because it, it, it's I find it it's a simple thing to follow if you. I don't try to think like I obviously have lots of hobbies, but like, it is make the best of what you love because, you know, if you if you like music, there's no point listening to a shitty sounding album when you, it wouldn't cost you if you can afford to make it that album sound actually better still the same, same idea same example so I'm trying to think of a good different example of it yeah like yeah this is an easier example like say like if you really like food why would you go to McDonald's every day do you know what I mean if you're and if you like trying different things you know go abroad and try different countries foods but yeah like I'm a massive foodie and I'm constantly like you know going online and seeing what's what's cool really <laughs> but yeah like I'd, I'd be into really into food and really into oh. sampling all sorts of like I've eaten fucking all sorts of shit like crocodile and serious cancer. yeah Ross yeah. is a bit like that yeah you'd always experiment whatever the maddest thing is on the yeah menu. but at the same time I'd still eat like a slice of toast with mayonnaise and tomato sauce on it like mayonnaise <laughs> and tomato sauce <laughs> yeah what? Are you serious? Yeah. Regularly? No, no, you know, like, I, I'm not, I'd eat anything, but I'd, I still would... Appreciate the nice Yeah, experience. definitely, I'd have, yeah. luckily, you know, I'd have a reasonable enough taste bud, taste, or palate. I'd have say. reasonably good taste bud. Bud, reasonably <laughs> good taste bud, yeah. Like, and it, it, because I like, like food so much, I'm learning how to cook. Are you? Yeah, because in the last two years, because I've just moved up to Dublin, in the last few years, I've have to fend for myself anyway you know yeah so, yeah of course yeah but yeah and it's like i was saying in the at the start like i've started started right like i'm getting good knives for example like it is yeah. things like it, it all kind of makes sense if you get like really good implements the f- making of the food is so much easier you yeah, know if you're trying time. to do loads of cooking every day with a blood knife your life's gonna be hell for you that's really annoying. Somebody should do something about that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like it's, it, it, the internet is incredible. I think for just yeah. 
I could the amount I've learned off the internet. It, I should be paying someone somewhere for, for cooking and stuff. Yeah, yeah, everything. But yeah, mainly I've yeah. Well, else? yeah. Well, cooking would be a big thing. Like um, I find Gordon Ramsay in particular. I know he's probably a commercial, you know, but I just find nearly anything I want to cook that he's got a YouTube video yeah, showing yeah, how yeah. to do. Have you ever seen that BBC clothes. thing where, like, you say you only have four or five ingredients, you just type them in and then it comes up with a recipe? Yeah, it's yeah, there's an app for that as well. Is there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Some of them are amazing. Yeah. Like, I remember, I actually did that once. It was, like, I did maybe a tomato, a potato, and a few eggs, and, like, I was just being lazy. It was like, you know, couldn't I think, I was like, what, like, make with this, typed in the three ingredients, and I got loads, but, like, one of them was frittata. I was like, savage, yeah. Oh, like, no, it wasn't tomato, it was, like... Doesn't matter about onions or something, but yeah, it is handy. Yeah, it's class. And um, yeah, this girl that, that we're sharing the place with in in London, it was a vegan for a month, and she got this great vegan. Uh, like I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan or anything, but she had a really really good recipe book, and like we kind of just joined in. We're like, you know, we're so like I, I'm speaking not for you, but we people can generally be quite lazy when it comes to cooking. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The um. I find that like it, if you I don't know my um my missus is pescatarian wouldn't oh, even yeah. know what that was like, but uh, fish is the only meat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She but it's great because I luckily enough, I eat meat. I eat anything like I said, but it wouldn't bother me like to, to kind of just eat whatever she's eating ever, which is great. And and uh, she eats stuff that I'd never think of eating, which is cool because she's she kind of needs more veg. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. More inventive and like you know. Well, I would have tried most things anyway, but like, yeah, it's just nice to get it. If you if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, it's nice that they're what they might cook or what they might do is never going to be similar to yours. So you yeah. kind of get a mix. If you if you cook for each other, it's great. Yeah, yeah. you get a nice different style. Mix of you're not, yeah, you're not going to be in the same shit every day. You know, like super song. <laughs>
that's it for the Ham Sandwich special edition of the weekly general meeting podcast. A big thanks to Ham Sandwich, the band, for coming down that evening and to Podge in particular for doing such a great interview. We're really, really happy. And to be honest with you, we think they have a great album. Stories from the Surface is really special. So please check it out. If you can get it online or if you can go to a record shop and buy a record, that would be awesome. Um, we're really excited to have a new series of podcasts coming out and the residency in the 100 Club. But in the meantime, you can check out our back catalogue on our SoundCloud. We're on Twitter and Facebook. Um, feel free to check out the website and uh, and stick with us for the next couple of months. It's going to be interesting. Shane, did I miss anything? No, you, you nailed that. You absolutely nailed that. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll talk to you in June.